uh, here we go. Howdy, moviegoers, and welcome back to Movie Improvy. Should we start saying? I was about uh, to say, are we? Should we, <laughs> should we change it? Oh, we've done two though. I feel like it's okay if we if we go back on it now. I feel like now's a good time to go back on it. Oh, on Movie Improvy? Yeah. Because there's some other podcast out there that already happens to be named Movie Improvy. But the worst part about it is that is that when we planned on starting this podcast six months ago, they weren't around, and now they are around. So Movie Improvy, we're coming for you. Our lawyers will be sending you a letter very soon, and we're going to have a lot to talk about. It's a letter of apology. <laughs> we <laughs> probably should have thought about this. <laughs> like when we started, I don't know. I don't, also, fucking props to be able to be able to put out 36 goddamn episodes in the <laughs> amount of time that we, uh, we're doing this. So uh, I personally am, and I'm going to apologize for this one. Um, I'm not. Okay. I have a strong problem with movie and Proovy, and we don't like you. <laughs> Well, that's fine. No big deal. Um, <laughs> moving right along. So we're just going to go film flippers then? Yeah. You okay with that? All right. To the, to the new, welcome to the, to the new name. Film flippers. Yeah, welcome to film flippers. I'm Mac. I'm Ryan. And this is our podcast review podcast. Where we actually talk about Movie Improvy as a podcast. It's like those videos on YouTube. It's a reaction of a reaction video. Uh, we wanted to do that, but we really wanted to change the game and put this into podcast form. Yeah, so, um, I mean, basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be on our own listening to podcasts um, with our headphones on and then in real time reacting to it. Uh yeah, we you can't hear the podcast because that might mess with some copyright stuff, but we'll hear the podcast and tell you exactly what we're thinking. Exactly, exactly. So it's 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 not going to be a big deal for anybody. And then at the end, we're just going to flame them. We're just going to go to town. Get their asses. Exactly. Just really, really um, lay into them on uh, how we don't like them for some reason. Yes. All right. This week's movie was Sex in the City 2, and boy, was it a whirlwind. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really know what I was expecting. I feel like I've seen, like, snippets of episodes of Sex in the City. Um, I, feel like, I feel like my mom watched it. <laughs> but, you know, I might be wrong about that. It's um, a really interesting look because this is one of the few times where you see a movie from 2010, I think it was, mm-hmm. and there's no nostalgia at all. In fact, I think it was probably all of the worst things about 2010 like tied together and put into a movie. Yeah, I mean, there, there were like throwbacks to like other decades right at the beginning of the film, and honestly, I would have preferred that it stayed in those <laughs> little uh, flashbacks. Uh, 2010 was uh, no good. I did not miss it at all. <laughs> okay. And I was nine at the time. Keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was nine also for a few months there in 2010. Yeah, really show our age there. If you can do that math real yeah. quick. 
Yeah, I bet I bet you can't, but it's fucking hard. <laughs> stupid idiot. It's so hard math right there. <laughs> this is me spitting on you because you're so stupid. <laughs> can't right. do the math. We fucking hate our What year was base. I born? <laughs> was I alive for 9-11? You don't even know. You can't figure <laughs> Dude, that out take, right now. Take a guess. I bet you feel old now, don't you? I bet you feel so old, you little old boy, you old little piggy boy. <laughs> Careful. Someone's going to get horny. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great time to go into our first sponsor, our own OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> We're sponsored by ourselves. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> oh, God, this is so bad. <laughs> this is the section of our podcast called the 30-second synopsis where... Each one of us has 30 seconds, and we try to review or kind of explain all the major plot points of the movie as quick as we can. And I've decided that Mac is going to go first for oh, this fuck. one. Okay. All right. And three, two, one. Oh, so Sex in the City 2 is about a group of four uh, women who are um, very rich and very into like the fashion scene in New York. And they all are married at this point. And they've all One of sort of not really well. The, okay, so some of them are married, and they have their own problems at home. And then they like get uh, they get to go to um, the Middle East on like a like a PR trip, I think they called it. And and then they get into their own problems over there. And <laughs> sorry, that was really on me. I really threw you off with <laughs> are you telling sure? you she's not married. Yeah, it was the one the one girl that was. Um, oh, that's right. Isn't she divorced? I don't know what she was, but she was not married. <laughs> I don't remember she was like she was fucking dudes while she was there. No, no, she was with that one guy and and she and that guy was like, uh, you know, we're married. We need to just do like the thirty second synopsis and then like then we can start talking about the movie. Yeah, that's my B player. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for my thirty second synopsis. Three, two, one, go. Sex in the City Two is where we see. For a New York woman with their own problems at home, take a vacation to Saudi Arabia where they actually face their problems there instead of being at home, which is weird enough. A lot of them have their own like problems, you know, boring marriages, uh, someone thinking they're going to cheat on their wife. A lot of them are oddly resolved by gay people. It, it, it's a weird plot point that they use. And at the end, you know, everything pretty much works out. They, have, they start off really good, didn't have a shitty time. But then when they get back home, they realize this is like what we've wanted this entire time and everything's good. Nice. <laughs> okay. Wow, you really you wrapped it up in, a, in like a nice little package there. You even got the end. <laughs> All right. So the first plot point I talked about. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, we gotta, we gotta do our, we gotta do our transition. Remember, we've got transition. We got transition together. music now. Yeah. Cue that music. <laughs> <laughs> you make them. Okay, so one of the biggest plot points I noticed in this movie is that it had a weird relationship with, like, the LGBTQ community. Um, it was so crazy. The opening scene is this gay wedding, and it, it's so weird. I think they were trying to flaunt, like, it's like, it's like the guy that's like, oh yeah, I have gay friends. This is my gay friend. He's gay. Did you know that? Um, <laughs> Mac and I actually counted. They said gay wedding. We counted anywhere from like 10 to 11 times in a five minute scene. Like they said gay wedding an unnatural amount of times. <laughs> At one point you just say wedding. Um, one of the major plot points, like I said earlier, where um, a wife was worried that her husband 
was cheating on him was resolved because the the nanny that was like working for the family was lesbian, so that wasn't even a problem. And then there there was a, like a gay person and and not that this is bad, but there was a gay person like everywhere. Like it was and like and in like a in a forceful, unnatural way. It 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 genuinely was kind of like that. I do want to say though that specific event at the very end of the movie where the nanny turns out to be lesbian is that it didn't actually fix the problem because she was worried about her husband cheating on her with this person. So just the fact that she is not available didn't really fix the problem that like this dude is like on edge ready to just go at it with a, a fucking nanny for like no reason like you're you're still gonna cheat on you bro yeah it was, there was a lot of weird undertones of like problems not being really resolved it was like it was very much like hallmarky in the way that like problems were again quote unquote resolved it just seemed like very temporary solutions to things that in like the real world would be very like underlying and big problems yeah i feel like it was either it was either that it was either like just a band-aid for like a fucking broken bone or it was like the situation arises and within the same scene is remedied by just like another happenstance occurrence (laughs) (laughs) like oh no this seemed to happen but it's okay because this random thing just happened yeah, I honestly like envy these women because they live they seem to live their life with no consequence. Anything that they do is just not reprimanded at all. Um, they get, they get away with so much stuff. Like this goes into my next point in that uh, there's so many weird like things that happen in the movie that you'd think would be like huge, but they end up like just being inconsequential at all. One of the ones was that uh, Sarah Jessica Park, Sarah Jessica Parker, or however you, I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care what her name is. Um, She loses her passport like at the beginning of the movie, and you'd think it'd be this huge thing, and then it'd have some purpose behind it. But nope. But uh, like, shit. But nothing happens at all, and it's it. They just go back to the market later and find it. And it's it, th- there's no consequence to it. And then the other thing that happens is that she kisses like her ex boyfriend, and like her husband's like mad about it for a day or two. But like at the end of the day, he's like, "Don't do it again." <laughs> it it's it it genuinely is super fucked up. Like the one of the women gets arrested in <laughs> like it's it's not it's Abu Dhabi, not Saudi Arabia, Abu Dhabi. I don't know. I don't know. I'm bad at geography. In the Middle East. In the Middle East. Abu Dhabi is the correct city. Um, there were times where I felt like they were using, like, I haven't seen pictures of Abu Dhabi even. If I have, I, I wouldn't know. I will readily admit that. Um, but I, I feel like some of the skyline they were using was just off for some reason. Like there, there was the, the the initial shot of the market, kind of just looked like Hollywood. Yeah, uh, everything <laughs> everything really for a movie with a what was it ninety million dollar budget? <laughs> ninety three million dollars. Like a lot of places just look like sets. Like I was gonna make a joke that like oh for one of the the market set I was like oh that looks like the exact same set they probably use in like Indiana Jones or something like that. <laughs> like they all look the exact like it didn't look real at all. It just it just it it just looks so Hollywood and so fake. Yeah, 
and and I feel like that touches on kind of like the the main problem with this movie <laughs> to an extent is that like everything in this was sort of viewed by the westerners eye if that you know makes sense because it was like they they come to the middle east they see people you know uh doing what people do in this culture and they they just always have a comment about it like the very first scene where they're like <laughs> chilling in the hotel like lounge area just sort of like outside ish and they're they're like eating lunch or something but they're looking over at another table and there's a woman in a burqa and they're like explaining like burkas and they're like but they they keep doing this thing where they're just like oh my god like it's just so like restrictive and it's meant to silence women and like and it's all it's all just so like the western way is the right way like yeah to, to be modern is to be western and they they push that in like such small ways like they, it, it, if yeah. i could hop in for a second it, yeah. it seemed like they were really trying to make a commentary about everything about just whatever's going on in the Middle East without putting any nuance into it. It didn't seem like well researched. It and it like Mac was saying, it didn't seem like they were making a like well educated point. It seemed like, oh well this is the way I see it and it it's not good. Like the, the, it was it was it was really weird. Like the just the points they were trying to make didn't seem very like I don't it reminds me of like, you know, the terrible fucking mission trips where like people will go to different countries and like you know take pictures with kids and be like look look at me I'm, I'm such a good person you know I'm helping out these these people that are less than me and that's what the movie seemed like it seemed like everything over there was just less than like the western culture like oh nothing like it's not New York City like everybody there wanted to be in New York City everybody that they talked to was just wanted to be in New York City and the American way is the best way and like you were saying there's there's just no better way to do it than the way we're doing it now. Everything over over in America is so great, and nothing nothing over here is good. Everything here sucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like they they kept trying to like toe the line of saying something. Like they were like, "Hmm, I'm gonna draw a parallel between this uh, like New Yorker article of me as a woman getting." a piece of tape drawn over my mouth or like this other person in their workplace being shushed because they're a woman and burkas. <laughs> but I'm not really going to say it. I'm just going to hint at it. And we're not going to speak about it again after this one instance well, she, of it. She can't speak about it because she got <laughs> she tape on her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel but like yeah, that's I didn't even think I like I maybe I'm fucking dumb or something, but I was not able to put those parallels together. Like I didn't even see them trying to connect those two, um, and it's really weird. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. That's a final take. I don't know. <laughs> final take. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, um, because it's Sex in the City, and that those instances maybe took up. I'll be generous. Ten percent of the movie. The other ninety. The other ninety percent. <laughs> dick and boobs, baby. <laughs> and this is not an exaggeration. Okay, so 
if there was something good about this movie, I think it's done something that a lot of the other movies we've reviewed before haven't done, and that's the the ratio. The ra- <laughs> this wasn't L plus ratio. This was just L. <laughs> it was the ratio between like boobs and balls we saw was like honestly proportional like for every boob scene we saw like junk scene i will say i will say we did get to see tits through a shirt yes so make that we did not get to see uh like the silhouette of shaft no we did we did no we get to i mean it was always just like the bulge no, remember that one scene when they were at the hookah bar? No, it's, but that was just his erection. It oh, wasn't okay. like, we didn't get to see his dick, though. And that's why we don't like this movie. <laughs> I wanted to see his dick. So bad. <laughs> I mean, it was so <laughs> close. Like, I please, like I'm begging you, please. <laughs> Show me the Australian rugby team's dick. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think that's too much to ask for. <laughs> uh, I feel like a lot of progress has been made in the film industry since 2010 on this front specifically. We are destigmatizing dick. Fuck the female gaze. I want the penile gaze. <laughs> Show me some dick. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just so close. Cause okay, the point is, it, the movie started out, um, basically like scene fucking like four. All of the the girls, quote unquote, were at like this restaurant. And this person was talking about the nanny, aforementioned nanny. Oh, God, this is even more fucked up in retrospect. <laughs> like, learning that she's a lesbian afterwards is just like, mm, it feels so bad. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's so weird because it's... It, ah! it, it's nuts. Like, it, like, the whole thing is just awful. But anyway, so, like, the nanny gets introduced by her oh, jogging God. up through, a, like, a fucking meadow up to this restaurant... And it's just like Tits McGee out and here. Like, and it's really funny because at first you were like, like you could tell what was trying to happen, but it was like, okay, like she's just doing this. And then slowly like the, the camera just like. It, ju- it just got like a tighter and tighter shot into the chest. And it's just a, like, the, and obviously, yes, like this is the, the thing, like no big deal women talk like like yes this is a thing this is a thing like no big deal fucking whatever it's tits fine yeah sure but it's like i don't i don't know because it happened like three more times like the whole thing about this was that they just kept showing the fact that this woman had big tits yeah and they were just they were just trying to push everything again like way too much like it, it just came across again so forced and unnatural. I feel like I feel like the whole the whole thing there was like, this is a girls' movie, you know. Like it's it's the one you go out and see with the gal pals, and this was kind of thrown in there as 
Hey, Mr. Derek Husbandman, I know you're here with your wife. We'll throw a bone in for you. <laughs> Here's this one. I do want to, I do, I do feel like it should be mentioned that this was directed by a man. Oh, God, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, which, oh. which, again, puts a whole new light oh, no. on a lot of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's all we have to say about that. <laughs> like, it, it was, it was, it was tits first, and then there were just like a few scenes of like, oh bulge. yeah, oh yeah, there is bulge. B and B, baby. <laughs> exactly, booze and bulge. Um, fuck, I had another thing written down here. Let's see what we got. Oh yeah, I feel like they took too long to get to the major plot point of the movie, which was going to the Middle East. I feel like they spent a very, very long time in these like sort of offhand scenes of hey, let's do a joke about going... I don't know. Like, they, they really were, like, pushing everyone to be included in every scene because, like... Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because, like, think they, they went to the red carpet, and that was supposed to be, like, this um, showing how the... Um, I don't remember anyone's name. The main writer uh, woman and her husband um, had a, a trouble with being just just boring married couple and they wanted to like she wanted to keep going out and like do things and like be the person that she was before and he was just like fine being at home and like all of that um and so she pushed him to go out to this red carpet event which this other person had to be involved with as well and they had to get a dress for that and then there was like and none of it mattered like none none of it mattered like it was not really about this person at all and then they just had, like, a bunch of random-ass people there to make commentary from different points of view. Like, the, um, the, 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 the gay couple who got married at the beginning of the movie were there for some reason <laughs> to make commentary from the viewpoint of, like, a gay man. And it's just like, yeah, you could say that, but literally anyone could say anything. Like, yeah, there's no reason that you have to speak, like, the yassification voice <laughs> from a gay man like and it was it was, it was weird it, the points man okay so whenever they were making points too you could tell like if they had a list they'd have to be like a person agreeing a person confused and maybe not agreeing as much and then a person like very adamantly against it and it was very funny because like it'd be something like um one of the big things in the movie was that uh, Serika Hemdahemdahemdah was and her husband were planning on um, uh, spending like two days apart out of the week so they don't get like tired each other of each other or anything. And one of them was like, oh yeah, I think it's a cool idea. Another one was like, hmm, I don't know about it. That's interesting. I could see that working. And then another one was like, are you sure? Like, she didn't say it like this, but she was like, are you sure he's not going to like cheat on you and dick down like 18 other girls like on those two days? And, <laughs> and Serika was, and uh, she was just like, what are you talking about? And she was like, well, no, I don't know. I feel like if that was me, I'd be worried that like I would never get to see my husband again and he'd die and someone would kill him and then also <laughs> he would become Walter White or something like that. <laughs> and then and it was it was so funny just because that's how like every conversation was like made into a formula, like written out. It was so bizarre. Jesse, I've only got two days away from my wife to cook this meth. Jesse, we have to cook this meth in two days. I'm at my wife's old apartment, <laughs> and I've turned it into a meth lab. I need help. <laughs> now that would be a good movie. Holy shit, that would be... We need to revive Breaking Bad just to... Breaking Bad in the city, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, Breaking Bad. 
Breaking Bad in the City. I think I know what we're going to do to flip this one. <laughs> um, I, I, okay, so, so 10% of the movie was weird Western propaganda. Uh, I would say that 50% of the movie was uh, B&B, and then the other 50% of the movie... I'm not even going to fucking joke about this. No, 10% of the movie was B&B. The other 80% of it was just shots of living lavishly, just being fucking rich as shit and doing whatever the fuck you want. And it was horrendous. But also in the most derogatory, like, seeming way possible. They always, like... it seems They seemed so surprised when there was any sign of luxury over in the Middle East. Like, it, it baffled them that people could be as rich or richer than them. It was, like, insane. It, it, it genuinely was strange. Um, the, the instant that it was like, okay, this now is the traveling to Abu Dhabi montage, essentially. And it, it wasn't even a montage because it was, like maybe 45 minutes long and as soon as it was there it was just like every scene was like oh my god look at all of these fanciful things that they're just being given to us and yes we are living in just wondrous times aren't we where we all have our own private cabins keep in Um, mind everybody else at home this is 2010 realistically filmed in 2008 or 2009 everybody was dealing with the consequences of the housing crash of the housing market crash so and here we are here we are private cabins on each get our own car (laughs) oh oh we get our own private fanciful car to take us to our hotel from the the airport and then once we get to the hotel we have these big luxurious rooms curtains everywhere uh each of us have our own individual butler who is so poor he has to work for three months straight (laughs) to afford a plane ticket back home which is odd because even that could be the commentary on the rest of the whole fucking movie. And they spent one scene on it. They spent one four minute scene saying, yes, here I am being a Butler for you. And I'm so goddamn poor (laughs) that I can't see my wife for more than like a month at a time. And then I have to go work for three months just to be able to like live normally as a normal person like you just live all the time and you even live better than that oh and but no 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 but like you know it no no i no, i understand you so what you're telling me is that you have your you and your husband have an apartment and he's thinking about going over <laughs> to the to the second apartment everyone no 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 that's no tell me more no please no, don't tell, understand please tell me more <laughs> my wife is all I sympathize with you many hundreds of miles away no i it, it, it's i can't leave when i want <laughs> yeah it was just so out of touch and bad that's it that's, that's it. it that's it i i i do I do want to say, because I feel like this movie, it was close. It was close. Like, honestly, I feel like just like the slightest change of tone could have fixed a great many problems with this movie. Um, There were a few scenes that were honestly like, yes, I dig this. Specifically, two characters were just um, like 
patently unproblematic the entire movie, and it was the one who had the um, the two kids and the um, husband who wanted to fuck the nanny, <laughs> and then the other one who we're not sure was married or not. No, 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 no. The, the, the other one was the red-headed girl who yeah. worked at the law firm. She had yeah. a husband. Who are you talking about? The then? one that didn't have the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am following now. <laughs> <laughs> God, why did I think she was married? It's because she was always with some dude. No, the redhead had the really funny husband. The But who was the person then at home with her son? Because that was not the same person. I'm adamant about this. We can go back and watch it. That was not the Her same son the, did the science fair, right? Yeah. But then when she was, yeah, she was, like, he was like, please sit down and eat some breakfast. And, like, he looked like a fucking nerd. But then at, like, the 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 wedding, he was, like, a stud, dude. He, had he like, didn't even tie up his bow tie and was just chilling there. And he talked like fucking this. Hey, I'm the fucking dude. No one knows who I am. Exactly. Like he was, he was like the fucking man, and yeah. then he was like a, he was a nerd. Fucking beta simp cuck male. Exactly. I think it was two different people. Okay. But I, I do also. If it wasn't obvious before, there's a whole ass TV show and another movie before this of backstory that we have never even come close to watching. So if there are any Sex and the Cityans out there who want to come at us, my email you know what, is wide it. open. Let's start beef with a Sex and the City podcast. Whichever the biggest one is, <laughs> I don't care who you are. We're beefing with you. We don't. We don't like you. We have problems with you. And I think the thing you like is stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suck on that. Let's flip this film, baby. <laughs> So for all of you Sex in the City lovers out there who came to absolutely fucking rail on us this episode, we're going to introduce you to our, our flipping plans. Um, we like to take our, our, our film, um, rail on it for a little while, and then we hop on over to our favorite website, randomwordgenerator.com. Actually, this week I would like to announce I had a special little surprise. Oh. So I actually found our own butler... Okay. Who can't afford, who can only see their kids once every three months. Oh. And I had to make a website for us, and it's going to be what we use right now. It's actually the website we've been using this entire time. So nothing has really changed, and you can't see them or anything. So so the only thing the only thing that's different is when I click the button, someone manually is typing out the words. Yeah, really quickly, too. Okay. All right, let's see how fast this butler is. Three, two, one. That was quick. Oh, dude, that could not be more perfect. That could not be more <laughs> perfect. All right. All right, here we go. Our words are singer, lady, camera, technology, and hospital. I am very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, I have a few things I would, I would like to preface with. Before we before we get to flipping, um, I feel like I feel like the biggest thing we can do in this movie is, especially in in today's age where being rich isn't like a thing people look up to for some <laughs> reason anymore. 
<laughs> Which, I mean, sure, yeah, everyone wants to be rich, but also once you become rich, you're now the scum of the earth. Which is fine because most people who are rich are the scum of the earth. So just I do want to point that one out. Uh, eat the rich. Um, nom 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 nom. Um, because they can, they obviously all have um, uh, sous vide machines that they can uh, dip themselves in before I eat them. Um, is this a bad time to say I also have a sous vide at my apartment right now? You're canceled, bro. You got too Fuck, much money. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck. I also own stocks, too. Shit. <laughs> shit. It's over for you. Um, so, along those lines, what I wanted to... What I wanted to do with this one is... One, I want to cut out as much of that preface as possible. Like, a much of, as, as much of that exposition in the beginning as possible to send them over to Abu Dhabi, and then immediately shit hits the fan. I don't want them to feel any sort of, like, like uh, uh, lavish living over there. And, they gotta and earn their shit, baby. <laughs> it's not even like that. I just want, like, I want them to immediately land and then just get, like, lost in the city and, like, all their luggage is gone and they have to, like, fucking... You know, like... like I want it to happen on all of their own accord. So here's Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Okay. So I think the first thing we can do is they fly Okay, so they're leaving New York City and the first thing that happens is their flight gets delayed three times. So they're already pissed. Um they can't get a flight at all. They just keep waiting in what's in New York Airport? LaGuardia? I don't know. I don't care. JFK. JFK. That's the one they actually left from. Oh, okay, cool. Funny thing about that too. Um, when they arrived in, in the actual movie, uh, when they arrived in the um, airport, it should have been they, all their bags were marked JFK, but that's the airport they left from, not the airport they arrived in, which is what the their bags should have been marked with. They should have been marked <laughs> with the airport they arrived in. Get fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Listen to you, Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> Let's go. Not a good, not good, bad. <laughs> Get railed on the details. Get railed. <laughs> no, it doesn't have this Breaking Bad. They use chemicals in Breaking Bad. That's right. They use real shit. They go, Jesse, hydrochloric fluoride oxide. Uh, okay. Anyways, so they <laughs> their flight gets delayed from JFK. Um, they get there, and they get really pissed. One of them, who uh, throughout the movie has been taking all these um, hormones and topical creams, she forgot all her shit. Um and she's having a terrible reaction to being on menopause for the first time, which I'm not making this up. This is like somewhat of a plot point. She gets really mad when she gets there that her creams get taken away because she's going to start menopause. It's crazy. Um, so she's like she's having a really adverse reaction to not being on all this stuff. And she actually has to end up going into the hospital. I think I want to do... I want to, I want to, because the, the movie actually set this up. I, w I, w I was calling this out as the movie was doing it. Okay. So I like the way you're starting. We keep that thing. But as they leave, they get in these, like, things, and they're, they're immediately going to, like, the market. They're just, like, jumping right into it. Yeah. And the person says, this is all still stuff that actually happens in the movie, says, like, hey, just make sure to not, like, you know, talk to any people who are selling watches like fake watches 
or whatever, or like any watches, I guess, like sh- shady watch dealers, because they'll take you into a different room and try to sell you all this other dumb shit, and it's all illegal. And so I was saying earlier in the movie, when, the, when they set that up, I was like, oh, man, she's going to try to buy all of her hormones and shit at this, like, illegal dealer. So I think we go there, you know, we do that, and she, like, buys these hormone creams or whatever, or, like, like supplements and stuff, and then that sends her to the hospital. Because okay, all I gotcha. Fake. It's, yeah, like, yeah. fake and, like, random just chemical shit that she's, like, in, yeah, imbibing. It's just, it, it's just human feces. <laughs> okay, so that's good. Um, there's another one. So as she's in the hospital recovering... Another one of these people, let's say, let's go with the, um, I really don't want to start fucking up the, the two unproblematic people. Um, so let's go with, uh, SJP. SJP. Yeah. And say that she, I, I did, I did like the karaoke bar they went to. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So they go back, so she goes to the karaoke bar because she met that friend from the um the market that oh her ex-boyfriend exactly her ex-boyfriend that she met at the market she goes to meet him at this bar which is a karaoke bar yeah and then they keep um so there there's a there's a um um i see where you're going with this and i'm trying to figure out how to make it work yeah i just i just don't know how it goes like so horribly wrong so a random inconspicuous person walks up to the karaoke bar. And again, I don't know Sex in the City lore, so there might be something for this or not. Um, and this random singer starts singing the girl and the ex-boyfriend's song, their old song from when they were dating and in love and everything like that. And they see that as a sign. They look at each other and they immediately realize that, oh, shit, maybe we do need to be together after all. I mean, how else did we end up across the world with each other? And are both, you know, hanging out with each other now. We both kind of hate our lives, you know. Maybe we can make this happen. <gasps> okay. Okay. Hold on. So, and then they start to, like, passionately make out. And unbeknownst to them, uh, the... Oh, real the, quick. This is where we get another B&B scene. Just throwing that in there. Exactly. We do, we do get some, some uh, B&B boob, action. boner. Um, and the, so the camera pans over to the other side of the, um, the karaoke bar and there is one of the other, like, uh, gal pals who is there in the bar also, (gasps) no, the other two, they're conspiring because they're, they're great and they know the other two people are just horrible, terrible, awful people and one of them has a camera, and she just snaps a pic of them making out uh, the SJP and her ex-boyfriend in this karaoke bar, and now she's got proof, evidence, of uh, her being uh, unfaithful. And SJP doesn't know this entire time. So after that, let's see, we've done... Lady's weird because it literally just has to be like... Like, just something, like, oh, and this character that we're going to play <laughs> in the movie is a woman, and now they're, that's, that's our word. I think we can do better. I, th- I, I feel like we can do better, so I'm going to hold off on that. I want to, 
so they they go back to the the hotel. Obviously, she gets back. Um, she says we can't have sex because it's gonna be too weird if I don't go back to the hotel tonight. Like people will know. Um, it'll be sus. Yeah, it'll be super sussy. <laughs> so <laughs> SJP's sussy ass goes back to the hotel. Um, and she comes back, and the other two people are, are at the hotel drinking at their private bar. Um, and they're super trash. They're they're just like they're having the best time with each other. They're laughing and giggling. <laughs> And then they're like, wow, we're so drunk. We're going to go to bed and, yeah, good night. And then they both leave, right? And then she goes over to, like, where they – because they were making their own drinks because they uh, dismissed their butlers immediately because they just don't feel the need for other people to, to uh, wait on them. So um, – and she looks behind the bar and, at what they were mixing – and it's all non-alcoholic drinks. <gasps> they weren't actually drinking. Shit. They weren't drunk. And so she knows something's up. And they Something like, is awry. Exactly. So um, let's see. So she's like super sus of them, but she goes to bed. The next day, they're like, they're like, okay, we're gonna go out. We're gonna go to the hospital. Or no, we're we're just we're just gonna go out and do something. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, maybe I'll go visit our friend in the hospital, right? To, like, try and yeah, distance yeah. herself from the group. But she's going to go digging through their stuff. <gasps> and she finds the camera. And so, wait. So, actually, how about this? Instead of digging through her stuff, uh, she opens up her laptop. And we find out that she's just a fucking computer whiz from back at her day in school. Mm. And we 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 get to throw in the the usual bit of like she needs to be the the girl that she's trying to tracking needs to be on her phone in order for everything to work. So we have this whole like I don't know twenty minute scene of like <laughs> trying to get the girl on her phone and like all this stuff happening, um, just trying to convince the other girl to like get on her phone. You know it'll it'll be funny it'll be cute and quirky. And um, while she's doing that, she pulls out this brand smack dab new technology that's like allowing her to like mirror uh, her phone or something like that, where she sees the picture of her and her old boyfriend snogging, as her friends across the pond would like to say. But she's she's unable to delete it, so she she sees that she has the the picture, um, but she doesn't have any way to access or 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 manipulate that that data. So she's she's got to find a way to stop her from sending it to her husband so uh, stop her husband from finding out about all this um i mean we were really just like say fuck the plot for this one i mean i, I say plot but that's really just kind of in quotations for this <laughs> one, <isn't it? laughs> so so lady is 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 uh, like we don't we don't want to make this one simple but I feel like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I got it, I got it, I got it. So we've kind of been chilling on this whole like spy vibe for like this whole thing for some reason. <laughs> um, uh, spy in the city? Mm. Spies, spies in disguise, but the disguise spies is Spies in the sky high, because I'm a guy. Because Sky High is the greatest movie of all time. I do love that movie. That's a good fucking movie. Shout Nona out to Sky High. In that movie. Uh, no issues with the Sky High fandom. None. 
No, we love the Sky High podcast. Yeah. Brent and Michael over there, they're doing a great job. That's a real thing? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was about to be like, I'm, I'm on that shit. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, lady, I want to say that, like, uh, SJP, I don't know why she's now the good guy <laughs> in this situation, because I wanted her to be the bad person. Um... We can flip this around, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to it. Um, so SJP uh, has been because she's now this like hacker type person um, has been getting like contacted like discreetly by someone who only goes by the name Lady. Oh, yes. Um, the twist, as it turns out, is it's the butler, <gasps> the the gay butler, <laughs> the gay <laughs> butler. <laughs> The gay butler that they've been calling uh, Paula Abdul the whole time, um, which which is good because then it's uh, uh, the gay character who is not just a <laughs> gay character, <laughs> exactly. a gay, not even a, just a gay character, a gay stereotype. Exactly, a gay stereotype that's not even a plot point. <clears throat> so we've we've done away with that. So we fixed that, redeemed the movie on that point, point. Um, and they work together to get this photo. Um, back by with like an elaborate like one of those like long single shot things where they're like people are going in and out of the room and, like trying yes. to get the phone and like switching people's attention around yeah it's so cool everyone loves it it's really well choreographed and martin scorsese directs that scene and just that scene in this movie right yeah and um yeah that's it, it's it's great and she gets the photo deleted and it's fine. And she still gets away consequence-free. Consequence right, Nothing exactly. happens. Everything's fine. I guess they just go back to having sex in a city. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it actually turns out that, you know what? Fuck it. Um, uh, SJP is not the good guy. It turns out she's been doing this in, like, multiple different cities. She's been, like, saying... I am no longer <gasps> just a journalist for Vogue. I'm an investigative journalist, and I'm a, 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 a multinational broad, er, 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 investigative journalist, so I need to go to all these different cities <laughs> and do <laughs> investigative journalism. They're really just having sex <laughs> with old boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, hey, Brandon, we met, we remember that one time in high school where we, we were like, You remember that when we were like that? <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> but this time with less sex. I mean, go to tone it down. <laughs> and that's that's all she does. And she's known by many names until the last scene we see is her funeral when all these people come and see her. Um, and everybody was like, wait, I was her husband. And then they were like, no, I was her husband. And then everybody was like, what? And then we were all her husband. And then the casket blows up. And then they all start making out. So about that lady in the hospital, though. I feel like she's no, she just there. gets left there. Yeah, she's <laughs> she just there. She gets left there. That's the last, that's like the Marvel cutscene is she's just like in the hospital like, hello. <laughs> and then a sexy And then Johnny doctor. Sins walked in as a doctor. <laughs> More B&B, baby. Let's go. Uh, 
All right, oh, thank you, shit. moviegoers. We hope to see you again soon. And make sure to keep uh, watching movies and listening to our podcast. Let us know if there's any other podcast that you want us to hate on. I'm willing to do I'm No mountain's too high for me. <laughs> Say fuck it. Say fuck it. I, I'll cut ties with Sky High at a fucking moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruthless up here. <laughs> Thank you.